1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, make sure you check out Five Reasons YouTube as we speak. Post Up 5R is going strong. That's after every heat game, before floor, an hour, before every heat game, plus plenty of content on the channel all the time. We have our F1 show, Hitting the Apex, was on tonight, as well as Six Rings Canes. You only know about this stuff. If you are subscribed, so make sure you subscribe to Five Reasons YouTube and also check out fivereasonsports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. The latest takeaways from Brady Hawk are already up. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We have so many of them that are local here in South Florida. One of them our friends over at U-Brake Wheel Fix, the wheel repair, refinish and custom wheel specialist. They offer the big three of all your car wheel needs with over 20 years of experience. U-Brake Wheel Fix repairs damaged wheels from curb rash, cracks or bends all under one roof with in-house powder coating, CNC machining and polishing. They also offer the custom wheels. You want the new custom wheels and tires from your favorite brands like Voss and the Fuel Off-Road? They have them and they offer no credit check financing up to five grand for a new set of wheels. Fast turnaround times on all repairs and they even provide the loaner wheels in many cases so check them out you break wheel fix they're off of biscayne and northeast 146th street that's kind of in the miami shores area in north miami or check them out on instagram okay you break that's you the letter U. break wheel fix or you or reach out by phone 305-748-0112 305-748-0112 Tell Mark and everybody else that 5 Reasons sent you, and you will get a discount. You break wheel fix, changing the way that you see wheels. And now, tonight's episode.
2: Down the Biscay. Yikes. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. here's the thing? Uh, you can check the score. Uh, hustle hard, couple scars, rain, bubble frogs. Uh, Just like Buckley uh, said, you in trouble, y'all. Yeah. check uh, the floor playing. Yeah. Got a all day uh, Y'all seen the block? Uh, Stopping one hand. Uh, Impact trust, it's power have the guts We're here to bring the heat, y'all can
3: hang it
0: up Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo plus
3: others from the Five Reasons Sports Network
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor Here's tonight's floor plan, we got the full crew here tonight Brady Hawk, you can follow it, Brady Hawk 305, Greg Sylvander at Greg Sylvander and Alex Toledo at Tropical Blanket. The Miami Heat, with what, in my view, was their most impressive win of the season. They go up to Boston against a team that has been the hottest team in the Eastern Conference for about three months now, almost three months. They go up. They beat the Celtics. They hold on to the number one seed. But here's why it was significant to me, guys. They didn't get the best of everybody tonight. They got enough from everybody Tonight, and they overcame a bunch of turnovers, a lot of mistakes on offense, Dwayne Deadmond moving screens, uh, a 16 to 0 Boston run to me. Okay. And the title of Alonzo Morning's book is resilience. That's what this organization has always been about, whether it's Dwayne Wade or overcoming the loss of Chris Bosh or anything that you look at throughout the years. It's about resilience. This was not a resilient team a week ago. It was Tonight. That's the big difference for me. We can talk about the schematics. We're going to get into it. Max Struess playing down the stretch. Jimmy Butler playing at the four, sticking with Struess in the starting lineup, bringing in hero for Butler. We talked about all of this over the past few days, but that stuff, that tinkering, that's all cute. The team has to respond. They have to respond when things go wrong. Things went wrong tonight, Greg. They responded and they got something from everybody. I'm looking at these lines. Kyle Lowry was tremendous. I called that on before floor. I'm just going to say that. Went over with him on prize picks. He's always great against Boston in his career, historically, okay? But I look at the other lines. Bam's line tonight, okay, where it didn't give you huge scoring, but gave you everything else. Tyler Hero couldn't shoot tonight, but he gave you 10 rebounds and, and several assists off the bench. And Jimmy Butler hitting that mid-range tonight, okay? Yes, he took three threes, but hitting that mid-range, They got something from everybody tonight, Greg, but the thing, the biggest thing they got was they got back on their feet when it looked like they were going to fall backwards uh, for the rest of the game.
2: Damn. That feels good to say. I, uh, I'll say that this is my favorite win of the season because of where my headspace was related to this team. It like, it it wasn't all good just a week ago Um, and to see them go into Boston tough place to play. Like, listen, these are some, some indicators. They, they didn't out-rebound Boston. Boston, um, I think they're 35 and 10 when they out-rebound their opponents this season. Uh, They, they didn't shoot 40% from three, which is generally like, if you're going to get out-rebounded, you better shoot that 38%, 48% from the field. Um, I felt like, it was more about watching them get smacked in the mouth and then go on a run. It was a game of runs. And I, I thought it was interesting to see him uh, Spolster stick with Max Struess. I don't know that that's actually going to be how it ends up in every closing lineup. I really think it'll be matchup dependent, but it's interesting to see who Spolster trust in what probably is the highest stakes game. We can say whatever about it if it's our Biggest game, whatever, like, but it is likely the most high stakes game
1: that they have played to date. Let's get into the decision. Uh, we're going to work backwards here. Okay. Because I, I want to get into some of the runs and other things that happened and why those things happened. The turnovers, Lowry's moments tonight. Let's just start from the back end of the game and go, go that way. Alex and Brady, the decision to close with Jimmy at the four and Struess essentially, I mean, I guess at the three with hero at the two, you guys can, either of you can jump on this. Did you like the decision at the time? And do you think this is sustainable or is it more like what Greg's saying? This is kind of a, you know, we'll see thing.
0: Yeah, I'll say, I think the biggest thing for me, uh, is that we talk so much about stagnant offense and their late game offense. Like everything always never looked like it had a purpose. There was never any space to operate for your best players. Uh, and what they did more than anything to me is they found something that works. Uh, they put hero and struess in each corner. They put Jimmy either in the dunker spot, but most importantly they put him on like that deep wing. So like he can kind of run up if anything, they could kick it to him. He has a running start, try to get to the basket. But the whole point of it is that those two corner shooters are pulling away from the lane. You see Kyle and Bam spamming a pick and roll at the top of the key. Kyle has a rolling all night. He has that pull-up ability. That's kind of what saved them in the third quarter. Uh, And he kept hitting Bam on that roll. He got to the basket. He was getting to the line. Uh, If the defender is, you know, that worried about it, that they start pulling down, you have Max Schroes and Tyler here waiting in the corner to take that three. So it's like, we've been talking so much about late game offense and just them needing options. Like I felt like they haven't had an option uh, at these points in the game. And I think they figured, one of these things out not that they could just go to that in any game because they're going to teams in a playoff series are going to figure that out. They're going to have to have backup options. Uh, but I think the key here and you hit on it is the Jimmy on the, at the four. Uh, I think there's certain teams you can do it against. As we said before the game, this is one of those teams. You just can, because they're a little bit smaller. They probably would have had Robert Williams out there if he was playing. So it may not have been able to, uh, but in this game you can, and it just feels like uh, that might've been the key to it all working offensively. Like you have to pick at this point. Like you're a team that has to choose defense or offense late in the game. And I think at this point you can have, there's more of a chance of you surviving defensively probably than offensively because Max Schroes goes late in the game and has three crazy defensive possessions after getting picked on basically the entire game. Uh, when you're talking about in previous games, PJ Tucker, Jimmy Butler, bam of bio offensively, you can have good defensive possessions, but you just can't overcome that. That doesn't mean that PJ Tucker won't be closing games. I think there's points where he should be. But I think spacing right now at this moment in time is the priority and just seeing them be able to figure that out, not against the Kings team in the second quarter, but figure it out late in the fourth quarter gets probably the best defense in the league in their building. Uh, I feel like it's just important stuff. And it's just uh, Kyle Lowry. I know we're going to talk more about him in that third quarter, but he needs to have the ball in his hands. And we said this before, and we talked about, you know, is it Tyler? Is it Jimmy? It's Kyle Lowry. He needs to have the ball in his hands. He makes the best decisions. Uh, And specifically if he's knocking down that three ball, it just kind of changes everything for their offense.
1: Well, Alex, you know, we talk about uh, who has the ball at the end and we make such a big deal about that. I think we've all kind of said that Kyle should have it more often. Uh, And he did tonight. Some of it was the pick and roll with Bam uh, playing off of that. But Jimmy, uh, you know, I want, I want to give some credit to Jimmy too. I mean, Jimmy contributed at the end of this game, but not the way that he's been forcing his contribution over the past couple of months
3: yeah I couldn't agree more and everything Brady said there was absolutely on point uh regarding the lineups and all of that like I thought the spacing in the fourth quarter looked a lot better and um, it's funny because I was talking about something like this happening uh before the King's game I'm like I wonder if they're gonna keep sticking with the crunch time li- the crunch time lineups just kind of uh you know seven seven minutes in a row of uh Tyler out there with your big three and, and PJ and that was obviously the change tonight. So I just think uh, that was huge, and and I'm, I'm just saying that because it absolutely has to do with Jimmy. Like, I just think it makes things easier by, you know, just an exponential level when you don't have P.J. out there. And, and look, I love everything P.J. does, but Jimmy and Bam, like, I, I just think over and over again teams have shown that they're going to send that extra guy into the paint, and they're going to make you pass it out, whether it's to P.J. or somebody else. And there's a couple of times where the, where the Heat will pass up that open corner three uh, to PJ because they're like they, they that's not the result that they want every time that it's there and so I think they've kind of made that compromise where it's like okay we might have to sacrifice a, a bit of our defense we're going to throw in an extra shooter there tonight it was Max he was obviously the, the one having the, the better game between him and Duncan and I love what, what I saw like I thought throughout the game Max was the one who stood out uh, on defense in a bad way and then he had three huge defensive plays down the stretch and by the way the, the the whole like not having Robert Williams thing, like Brady said, it's just huge for, for, for a potential Heat Celtics matchup. Cause I don't think Grant Williams, you know, for as as decent of a solid rotation player as he is, just doesn't affect the game the same way that Robert Williams does with, with his athleticism on both ends for the Celtics. So well, and we uh, probably would I, I feel see better Robert, about this matchup overall after having watched this tonight.
1: We we probably would see Robert Williams against the Heat, I would think, maybe yeah, based on be the later timeline on in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. By, by the time that you would get there, likely in the second round. So that might look a little different, but also right. by the time he comes back, he might be rusty coming off injury. You just don't know. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's obviously not ideal for Boston. All right, I I want to get into specific players when we come back. Uh, you know, I just wanted to start with the closing stuff. Cause we said before the game, that's probably what we're going to be talking about. We're talking about it in a good way. This thing absolutely couldn't have got could have gotten away At the end of the game, but I just want to be clear on this. I've said this many times throughout the season, you can close games on defense You can close games on defense and I think what Brady's getting at is you don't necessarily need to have your five best defenders out there to close games on defense, they have enough good defenders uh, out there as well before we do that, we do want to get to some sponsors here on the five reasons sports network. Mention this one all the time. Our official fantasy sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network is prizepix.com. Make sure you're using that code five, 5 Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. You don't have to play it all at once. You don't have to play just NBA either. You can play all the other sports that are available. NCA Final Four is already up there. You can check out those props. You can do futures props on NFL and much more. Go to prizepix.com, but make sure you're using the code five, 5 You get your initial deposit matched, again, up to $100, and you don't need to play it all at once. You can also just download the app If you prefer that, so go to prizepicks.com. It's easy. You get your money without a whole big problem. You can win a lot. We've seen people in our network do that. And if I had actually played it tonight, I didn't have time to get to the app. I would have gone five for five on this game Uh, between Lowry going over on points and Bam going over on free throw attempts uh, and Al Horford going over on something I had him on. So uh, play prizepicks.com. If any, if an idiot like me can figure it out, you can too. Use the code five. All right, let's uh, let's get to some individual players tonight. Real season. Kyle Lowry said that. You know, I, I've talked about frustrations with him not creating, you know, or at least finishing in the paint or playing to finish in the paint. When you're shooting 50% from three, <laughs> which is what he's doing lately, it, it may not matter. Um, but, but to me, the biggest thing I took out of Lowry today, and I'll, I'll go to Alex on this first,
0: is that,
1: There is another level that he's talked about that he has gotten to in the postseason before. Once he kind of turned the corner as a postseason player around 2017, 18 ish, uh, or maybe even a little later than that, maybe a Toronto's championship run. But you can see it; like he knows he can get there, and and I just there was a confidence and a patience about his play, even with some of the turnovers tonight, but that he would kind of carry them forward a little bit tonight, Alex.
3: Yeah, I feel the same. I think, Kyle, you know, it's it's kind of frustrating as somebody who's watched the Heat all season and him pass up all these shots. It feels like he saved it all for the end of the season, right? Like, he is not passing up those looks anymore. It's, it's a complete switch from what we've seen. So it's hard not to believe him when it comes to the real season stuff. They're obviously not in the playoffs yet, but, uh, you know, we're getting there, and he's been taking those shots for the past week. Like, even when they were losing, those shots were still going up. And I that I thought tonight it was absolutely huge and vital. Uh, you know, he played a great game. He's obviously not going to hit six threes every time, but the fact that he's willing to take it so often and, you know, the guy is good at taking deep threes. He has a pretty quick trigger. They're good at setting him up. Like a lot of their actions are run for shooters and, and they're kind of running some of the similar stuff for, for Kyle there. And he, he was getting it out of the pick and roll too. I, I love it because you need that drop killer aspect. Like, like we've always talked about with Kyle and he's, he's showing you that. And you you mentioned before the break, how you can close a game with defense. The heat, like we said, close this game with an extra shooter and no PJ on the floor. What if I told you that they outscored the Celtics 27 to 15, the fourth quarter. I mean, the Celtics did not score. I mean, I, I think that their lowest scoring quarter other than that was 23 or 24. So it's like, they just turned it up on both ends of the floor and, I, I thought Kyle was a huge part of that because it kept Jimmy from having to do so much offensively. And he was just doing a good job fitting in. So Kyle stepping up, I think is a huge for their playoff prospects.
1: All right, let's, let's go to another guy. Uh, Brady, bam. I, you know, everybody focuses on the scoring, you know, being a primary option there. He did some things in the pick and roll. There were other times he was a little, he was frustrating because he wasn't looking at the basket again. Uh, but defensively, he had some non-stat sheet sh- stuff at the end of the game where basically just trailing guys, staying with guys, getting them out of their rhythm a little bit. I um, mean, We talk about this. They closed. I mean, they held Boston under 100. <laughs> that's, that's significant no matter what the pace. And considering, again, that Boston had two huge runs in the game and was pushing pace out of the Heat's control in, during certain pockets, but it did seem like just they weren't – Bam wasn't going to allow them to operate.
0: Yeah, that's basically what it was. And it's funny to start off on the broadcast. They brought up defense player of the year and I, they mentioned uh, Marcus Smart and Robert Williams and didn't really throw Bam in there at all. Didn't even bring up his name. And I'm watching this game and I'm like, forget Defensive player of the year for now. Like this, he's the key to it all for Eric Spolster defensively in the playoffs. Like for this team to be unlocked, uh, he's the one piece that he can kind of move around defensively in different ways. The reason I say that is usually against these different teams, they do the PJ band thing where they just kind of switch it. And it's the same thing over and over and they get it inside to the other guy. It kind of just spirals from there. They basically treated him like Giannis in a lot of ways where they made him the weak side guy, they made him the help side guy. Uh, And he kind of dominated on that way on that role through the entire game. Like this wasn't just a fourth quarter thing. I was talking about this on Twitter in the first quarter because he was just able to, he's really good. Just knowing where to be in the right spots on the weak side that he's not just, one of these guys that you can just lock up your best player on the perimeter. So that was just uh, something that really stood out. I think he really took over this game defensively. I think offensively, uh, seeing him become, you mentioned the rolling, like that is the biggest thing to me, like watching him become a comfortable roller in a way that you can run offense that you don't say he, he's still not comfortable at this stage where you give him the ball and go at a Daniel Tice. Like it, it just is what it is. You're not going to do that and feel comfortable about your offense. So if you feel comfortable about your offense is running things through Kyle Lowry putting Tyler in for Jimmy at the six minute mark and immediately in two straight games, Tyler feeds him because two fly to Tyler and he gets a wide open lane. Spacing is a big thing for a lot of your shooters, but it benefits bam probably more than anybody on the floor. Like Jimmy moving to the four. Isn't a Jimmy thing. It's a bam thing for me. Like it just, everything kind of shifts in his, his role overall. Uh, and I think we always kind of mention Duncan as a way that he kind of opens up uh, bam. But I think the reason we say that is because there was just such a large sample size that Duncan and Bam run so many actions together that eventually it gets him open because two fly to that shooter. What we're seeing now is Kyle, Kyle and Tyler are right there with Duncan in that way that the more they run actions together, the more he's going to get open looks in space. I think uh, the Tyler thing I just mentioned, but late game that we mentioned even before that was the Kyle feeding him inside that in that third quarter, Kyle hit two straight threes to begin the third. The next thing he did from there, two flew up to him and he zipped it inside the bam, and he had that nice little floater inside, which was kind of like a, a thing to kind of spark a, some type of run offensively. That he just has to be the bridge, like for a lot of they do offensively, and I think he was that tonight.
1: All right, we're gonna to get to Jimmy and Tyler here uh, as we go forward. Before we do, I want to tell you about another sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, our friend Eric Rubenstein. You can find him on Instagram at Ask About Me. I got you. He's the world traveling personal and injury attorney, but he's also a damn good personal injury attorney. Okay. So if you need one of those car accidents, slip and falls, medical malpractice, you just want someone you can talk Miami heat basketball with as well. We find him at the games all the time. Reach out to Eric at nine, five, four, eight, two, nine E R I C. It's 829 nine E R I C. Again, Eric Rubenstein uh, grew up down here in South Florida. He graduated magna cum laude from St. Thomas University. So he's local. He'll work with you on all of your issues when it comes to, again, a car accident, slip and fall, medical malpractice. And he'll make sure to get you your money, which is ultimately what it's all about. So reach out to Eric, 954-829-ERIC. Ask About Me, I Got You on Instagram. And he's the official sponsor here of Brady Hawk's Appearances on Five on the Floor. Greg, Jimmy Butler. Uh, you just posted the stats here. Four of seven, nine points in the fourth. Wasn't forcing the three in the fourth. Thank God. Uh, he did take three. He didn't go over his prize pick of 0.5 threes made tonight. I'm glad I didn't play that one. Uh, he's intent on taking some of those, but the mid-range stuff, but also the runouts on the break. Uh, that's, that's another thing lately, him getting some easy ones in that kind of situation. And also, you know, I felt like his drives to the basket – uh, he was aggressive, but a little more judicious tonight. I thought that was better as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, eight free throw attempts, only two turnovers. So you see that there's not a ton of bad decision making. And also, as uh, I was, you know, perusing the box score here, I see Jalen Brown was nine of 22. I'm interested in what well, we don't have this data in front of us, but with Jimmy at the four how much he ended up matching up with Jalen Brown and just how that exactly played out and how much he had to do with nine of 22. So um, I'm interested in that particularly Jason Tatum only had two points in the fourth quarter. Um, So, you know, like essentially, I think this was a game where to me, I've been wanting to watch Jimmy's energy level, his level of engagement, his decision-making, um, and all of those things seem uh, completely healed. And so, like, if I was going to say a-, a word to walk away from this game as it relates to Jimmy Butler and this team in general, after the moves that Spolster's made and ex- et cetera, it's like they they appear to be healed. Now we'll
1: see as they go to Chicago. He let go of the reins a little bit tonight. Um, I don't know if that's sustainable. <laughs> But we've talked about the open conversations that he's had with Eric, that Eric's had with others. And, and it does feel to a certain degree that what's happened here, just expand on you know, some of the reporting I did the other day, is that when you give guys something that they ask for, they're more open to giving you what you ask for. And that feels a little bit like what's happened here. The players wanted to change. They wanted to create different kinds of rotations, staggering so that they could create better spacing. Spolster has provided that for them. Again, we'll see if it's sustainable in the playoffs. You're probably going to need to change it a couple more times. Okay. Gabe Vincent tonight. Didn't give you much offensively. Okay. Uh, you know, I think it was 0 for one from the field, 13 minutes, uh, Oladipo I've said, probably not going to be a rotation factor here this season or, or in the postseason. but they gave Jimmy uh, Alex, some of what he's wanted and it seems like Jimmy, at least in the past couple of games, particularly tonight, because it was closer, uh, gave a little bit more of what I think all fans have been asking for, which is just take a slight step back so that everybody can move forward.
3: So it's funny that you say that because I was just looking through the, the stats tonight and going quarter by quarter, going through, you know, what type of shot profile both, t- both teams shot. And despite all of this stuff going on with Jimmy and, you know, us wanting him out of the way a little bit in the four quarters. He still took seven field goal attempts, got to the free throw line a couple of times, finished four of seven in the fourth quarter with nine points. So I just think, you know, things are, have been made easier for him, right? And even against this team who, again, even without Robert Williams still has a bunch of good defenders out there, had five great defenders out there to close the game. Jimmy was still able to make stuff happen. And something else that I found interesting uh, regarding the, the, the shot profile tonight, he'd only got 11 shots attempts at the rim compared to the Celtics 28 and I know Jimmy and Bam did a great job getting to the line but that gap wasn't huge so I thought that was weird but then it kind of the compromise comes in the mid-range where the, he took 14 more shots from the mid-range than the Celtics went 17 of 34 which is at which is awesome so I just thought that's kind of an interesting adjustment where it's like they're gonna they're willing to take the shots that are being given to them like a lot you saw Jimmy kind of um dabbling back in the mid-range when the shot was there for him you saw obviously like we talked about before with Kyle just taking whatever jump shot was there and so you know I think tonight we saw a really balanced effort not only defensively to be able to respond when the Celtics went on that run but then offensively where everybody chipped in and you didn't need for somebody to go crazy but everybody did a little bit of everything and it actually seemed pretty balanced
1: I want to close here um do want to mention our product code 5RSN. That's where therapistpreferred.com. 25% off for premium CBD, the sports cream, the gummies, the tincture. 10% off at getsalis.com, G-E-T-S-A-L-I-S.com. 10% off there for endurance athletes. Uh, basically replace your electrolytes in a healthy way. Anybody who sweats, whether you swim, play tennis, run, uh, bike, ski, whatever, uh, check out get And again, therapistpreferred.com. use our product code five RSN. I, I think, I think again, as we've gone through all of the key guys, we haven't really gotten to Tyler a lot. It didn't have a, a, a big shooting night tonight, but I thought did some, some decent things on offense. I, I think what we see again, when they can get enough from enough guys and they're connected enough and they're resilient, this team can beat anybody. When they were fractured a week ago, they could lose to anybody. That's kind of where we're at right now. But before we close, uh, real quick here, because they've got uh, uh, two more games on this trip. I'm actually going to be at the game in Chicago. Then they go to Toronto. Uh, At this stage, I'll just throw it out there to you guys. Quick answers here. Do you expect the Miami Heat to finish this season with the number one seed, Greg? Yes. Brady? Yeah, I do as well. Alex?
3: Me too. I feel pretty good about the remaining schedule. I think they, they lose one more with the Raptors.
1: I think the only team that could change the equation here is Milwaukee. Um, and again, there is a tie break situation that my Milwaukee would get a tie break if there's a tie with Philly and Miami. Milwaukee has most, excuse me, most of the tie break advantages um, just based on some of what I've seen here because of just the way that this thing works out. To me, that's the one. Uh, You don't have the tiebreaker over Boston, but I also think if you look at the Celtics, they have made such a run here, and I think it's going to be hard to sustain it in the last week and a half. To me, this was the game for them to secure the number one seed. They didn't. They still got to figure out how to play without Robert Williams. We've seen that they're willing to rest Jalen and Jason Tatum. I think they may do that again here as we go forward. So to me, it's going to end up being between uh, Miami and Milwaukee for that number one seed. If I wasn't going to be in the building in Chicago, I might pick the Heat. But because you know I'm a jinx, we'll see how that goes. All right, thanks to everybody for joining. Thanks to our sponsors, PrizePix.com, use code five. TherapistPreferred.com, salas.com. use code five. RSN, Eric Rubenstein, nine five four eight two nine E R I C for personal injury attorney of the first order, and also. Ubreakwheelfix.com. Uh, have a good night, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.